Live at 5. It's Live at 5. And it's brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtree, FWHlegal.com. And now, your host for Live at 5, Stephen A. Turner. What's up and welcome to Live at 5, brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtree. Dedicated to you, committed to justice. That's FWHlegal.com. Stephen A. Turner here in the Floor Concept Studios. Headphones working loud and clear today. Got Coach Vic Evans here as well. What's up, man? I don't know if you guys did anything to it. It sounds crystal clear today. No, Friday I was a struggle. Well, listen, Friday when you left and I jumped on to you know post stuff on the podcast pages, I was like... They won't put these on, and they were working fine. Well, they worked fine during the – what threw me off, they worked fine during the breaks, and then when I come back, I couldn't even hear myself. So it was very, very strange. As far as I know, unless Ninja Ed just knew about it yeah. all, he heard maybe the show and said, I'm going to fix it. Jumped right in. But uh, nevertheless, we're in the Floor Concept Studios. Download the Pro Radio app. You can listen anywhere in the world. Follow along, 1027 The Game, X, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, wherever you consume your social media. They're kicking it text line wide open, 270 270- Nine zero three zero three eighty nine. Uh, subscribe and like on iTunes, Spotify, and wherever you might listen to your podcast. Leave us a nice review if you would be. It's yeah, just, if you don't it's mind. The giving season, right? There you go. <laughs> Give us a good review, please. We're begging you. But uh, BF Evans Ford Game of the Week's tomorrow night. Apollo and McLean kind of going to be very basketball heavy through the show today. But that's a big. I mean, a huge early season third region matchup. It's two right? teams that are playing fairly, you know, pretty well. And, and you know, if you, when we put this game on the schedule to start with, I, I wouldn't have bet that you'd have like, what, one team coming in. Both teams coming in four, four and one, one or five yeah. and one. So, yeah, yeah it's an interesting matchup early in the year. Yeah, we have, uh, we're going to bring back the player of the weeks this week. We got uh, some to give away on the boys' side, a little to give away on the girls' side tomorrow in our Owensboro Health Top Tens. Of course, we got our Dano's NFL wraparound to wrap up the show, but and we kick off the show, waste no time, and jump right into the Kentucky Wesleyan men's basketball team. They're on a run, bub. I was uh, completely set to preview the Lake Erie game taking place tonight, but then it took place at 2.30 this afternoon. Yeah. One thing I didn't look at was what time it started. What an odd start time it is for the a, Panthers Yeah, today. it was an odd start time. And then you had the, 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 the men's game leading into the women's game. Like, the women are playing at 4.30, so... Yeah, I, I, I happened to see it, and I was like, well, that's odd. I'll, I'll put it on my computer and watch a little bit on the GMAC Sports Network there. And so I kept up with it there. And I had to text you and be like, man, Wesleyan's not playing well. They started really, really slow. And you're like, what? I thought you were – I was like, are you watching the replay or something? What's happening here? And then I realized that uh, they were in action. But, uh, you know, it, it, one thing about this team is they're finding ways to win even when they may not have their best stuff. And – you know, they they jumped out to the big lead, and then Lake Erie had a massive run there yeah. to close out the half. Wesleyan it went on like an 11-0 run to jump out to a 10-point lead. It was like 22-12. But then Lake Erie went on like a 18-1 run there at one stretch or whatever it was. Ended up having like an 8-point lead at halftime. They went on like, I, think it was, I think the final there, from when it was 22-12, they went on a 24-6 total run hmm. to lead by 8 at the half. Yeah, it wasn't wasn't very good basketball and like you said uh, in a text to me it's, it's just odd start time you know you're on the road and starting at 2 30 on a monday just a random uh, monday game and uh, i thought in the second half though i thought they responded out of the locker room they played really well and they pushed the lead out late and alex gray hit a big three and i turned the game off i thought well they're up uh they're up seven with a minute to seven go. with a minute left and that's gonna do it you know and then you text me they're about to blow this thing <laughs> they tried and uh you know they're fouling the guys up four i mean yeah. if they thought they're only up three they're trying to 
you know, make sure that they don't hit a game-tying three. Well, the thing is, they were up four when the, right. when the foul came. So. Stopped the clock with 10 seconds to go and gave him two free throws. And then he missed two free throws on your end, too. It wasn't real pretty there at the end. That last, you know, I thought they did well to get up seven with a minute to go. I thought, okay, they didn't play their best, but they're going to win this game. And then the last minute was a disaster. And they almost gave the game away, uh, but they do win it 76-74. And that's the name of the game on the road. In the GMAC, just find a way. I don't care if it's ugly or not. You take the win. And uh, Logan McIntyre, who's starting to emerge, 19 points. You have Kennedy Miles with 16. Alex Gray hit that big three, finished with 12. And then Beasy was right there on the, the doorstep of a double-double with nine points, 10 rebounds. And, and the Panthers now looking at 3-0 and in the GMAC because over the weekend, the game that we thought, you know, we left here we on Friday. We split. just want to split. Yeah. And that that's – that's not the way we should be. No. I thought about this a minute ago when we were going through their schedule off the air. They win every game. That's it. They just win them all. There There's not no splits. We're going on the road. Who cares? It's Walsh. They went up there and they handled business 67-60 to 60 in a game they really controlled throughout. They jumped out to the lead, and I thought they played excellent on Saturday. Vic. Yeah, I did, I did too. I thought they played really well. I watched that game on the G-Max Sports Network and played really well, and, and they were in complete control from start to finish in that one. And uh, and I think you're right. I mean, you know, it's not that we think you just want to be. If you're gonna go on the road in the G Mac and you get these weekend trips, you know, it's Thursday, Saturday. If you're gonna win the G Mac, can't go zero and two. You know, take care of business at home. Find a way to steal a couple. We're worst case scenario. But you're they, right. Yeah, they, all the time. Now. Yeah, you're right. They need they they needed to go two and zero, and they went two and zero, and 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 didn't play well today. I mean, they were a much better team than the Storm. And uh, you know, but I'll sacrifice that today because they won because of how well they played Saturday against Walsh, who right. was coming off a top twenty-five ranking. And this is a team I thought, in my opinion, was right there at the top of the, of the GMAC conference. Well, here's the thing: you're and they three, whipped them. They whipped them. You're three and zero in the GMAC, and every team you beat preseason was ranked ahead of you in the GMAC. Yeah, it's a nice start, and that's the way it should be, right? Logan McIntyre again led the way with 26 he was marvelous does, on saturday does any i've never seen a player get as many four-point plays as he like he had back-to-back trips of four-point plays at walsh got another one today at four-point down man i mean you, you, when you go down there and make one trip down the floor and get four you ought to you know you ought to build score no doubt yeah 26 from him and i thought eddie played really well on saturday uh, he was in double figures along with kennedy miles who's just been a rock at this point, in my opinion, I don't know how. I mean, I know it's still early, but this Kennedy Miles is looking like an all-conference first teamer. I thought BZ was solid, good to see him get cleared to play and play well. And uh, at the end of the day, man, then now you're sitting at six and two overall in the season. You're three and zero in the GMAC conference, and you're coming home for a, a Thursday game against East West, which you'll be heavily favored. You go to Michigan. Uh, yeah, on, you got a couple non Go to Sunday. Michigan Tech. I, uh, I was looking at going to call that game, and I realized <laughs> I didn't even realize this. Michigan Tech is not just in Michigan; it's in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, and it's like thirteen hours away. Like literally, I think you're a throw a, a stone throw away from Canada. No, there. you are. Yeah, there's no doubt. So I, I, I don't I don't think I'll be making that one, but we will be. I will be at the you know maybe you'll join me. I'll be at that Ashland game on the thirtieth to bring it on WBIO. Yeah, you'll be there. Uh, yeah, the Ashland game will be huge. Hopefully at that time. I mean, if the, if the Panthers handle business, I'm, I try to take this one game at a time and just win one uh, a coaching mentality. But uh, eight and two is what I'm looking they, at forward to going to Ashland. No worse than seven and three. You're gonna you should win the East West game ninety nine point seven percent of the time. And that was a top ten Ashland team until they 
were upset at yeah. the hands of Thomas, Thomas Moore. Moore. Yeah. You know, Thomas Moore's been a powerhouse in the, the NIA circuit. Yep. So now you bring them over to the G. I'm curious to see how uh, they perform in the GMAC this year. I it's, think they it's, may it's be. It's kind of weird. Like, we talked about this. Wesleyan's got, on the 30th, you've got, uh, which is a Saturday, you've got at Ashland. Then they come to your place the next Saturday. So you get, you know, you get two shots there. But, like, later on in the schedule, when Wesleyan plays Thomas Moore, they play, like, back-to-back games, but they're, like, a week apart. There's yeah, not a game in between. It's kind of weird. That's the way Ashland's a week apart. But there is a game in between, but it's just weird. I mean, you feel like you play a team, take a month off, play them again, but no, you're going to play them uh, twice in a week, kind of like baseball or something. But, uh, nevertheless, we're proud of the Panthers uh, getting the win on the road. Makes it more fun, right? I mean, 6-2 and two right now. Uh, six straight wins now for Kentucky Westland, which is which is nice to see. And the ladies, uh, they've also got six straight going for seven straight tonight against Lake Erie. They're playing right now. So uh, Jordan Bargy coming off a big double-double against Walsh over the weekend, 19 points, 10 rebounds. Karina Conley with 10 led the way there. Karina Conley's playing unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And, and, and so is Bargy. And, and across the board, this Lady Panthers team is, is just that. I mean, a consummate team, and I look for them to run rough shot over over this conference outside of Ashland. Yeah, now Ashland's you defending unbeaten national champions, and they're unbeaten here. They ain't lost a game since like twenty twenty two, so that's going to be powerhouse. That'll be tough. You know, when the, when the Westland started to make hay in the, on the women's side, it was Walsh was the gold standard. Ashland hadn't entered the conference yet, and Walsh was dominating year in and year out. Now. The Lady Panthers have surpassed them, but, mm-hmm. but uh, now they're chasing Ashland, who's jumped into the conference. Yeah, and Ashland, like I said, they're I think they're ranked number one in the country. You know, they should be when you've won Depending like 50 champs. straight games. and, and uh, So it's going to be a tall order to climb. But right now, I mean, that Wesleyan team looks to be a solid uh, number two in the conference. And just to give you a quick update, Steve, for the ones that are listening, you've got uh, 2.34 to go first quarter. Wesleyan's down 18-17. Oh, well, so slow start, but that's all right. I got confidence. The Lady Panthers uh, will bounce back. I mean, Lake Erie is sitting at 1-4 and four overall in conference on the, overall and then 0-3 oh in conference play. So it's another one of those just weird start times, you know, on the road. We'll see if the ladies can settle in and get the win. And you get that around Christmas time with finals and things like right. that. You kind of, you know, once you get back to January, you get that normal Thursday-Saturday, you know, Thursday-Saturday in GMAC play here as you get close to the end of the year with finals going on everybody's a little different when their finals are you get some odd games and odd times yeah I know there's a big game taking place tonight I know we'll, we'll pre we'll go through with the boys at length and, and talk about Friday night and everything here in just a little bit but the the ladies it was a huge game that we hyped up all week long Breck and Mead and Mead said not yet Breck I mean you're ranked ahead of us I don't know how this has happened. We've owned you for, for quite some time, but everybody wants to rank you guys ahead of us. And me just went out and handled their business. They did go and, out and, and handle business. And Breck still has the monkey on their back. Yeah, they did. I, yeah, hats off to Coach Hacker at Meade County. And and uh, Peyton Bradley was uh, unbelievable again, and so was Paige Medley. And, you know, they're gonna, Breck's going to have to find a way to, to take it from them because yeah. Meade's surely not going to give it to it's them. It's early season, but still it's a fun talking point. And Breck – is actually in town tonight out at Davis County. Let me try and, to swing uh, by and see a little of that one because uh, I thought Davis County played – Davis County's playing really well too. That's a 6 p.m. tip, so that's a big uh, game. We'll talk about the results of that tomorrow inside the girls' Owensboro Health Top 10. But, uh, you know, UK got it done over the weekend and looking at, at the weekend in review. I'm used to being the fastest hour in football. has disappeared. There is no football other than 
the NFL right now. So yeah, not until the college football playoffs. We'll hit that uh, in a whirlwind in the final segment. But uh, UK uh, survives Penn. I didn't think they played well at times. Uh, you know, Penn was right there. They were knocking down everything. Uh, it's just kind of how it goes. But UK's half-court defense, little to be desired. I, I know – when you score 120 or you want to score around 100, you don't. defense doesn't really concern you. But on those games where you can't score, if you can't get stops, I mean, you're going to see what you saw in, in, in the big upset at Rupp Arena against Wilmington. So, still a work in progress. Oh, yeah. It's still definitely a work in progress. And, 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 but, but, the, but what about the addition of Bradshaw? How do you feel? Oh, I like it. I think, I think Bradshaw has, uh, gives them something that they needed. And, um, no concerns with playing. Multiple bigs at the same time, though, like we discussed. I'm I'm hoping it already's happened. I mean, it's it already happened, happened but it, I'm hoping that this early season shows that you can't like the best team he had on the floor the other day. You know, didn't have Wagner or Edwards on it. it you know, it was you had uh, Dilly and you had Reed and you had Reeves and you had Mitchell and you had Bradshaw. I mean, that team I thought was the best team you could put on the floor the other day. Yeah, I mean, one big with because they're athletic, they can get up and down the floor, they can shoot the three. But I think you start to clog it up a little when you get. Two bigs. No, the worst. Cal loves two bigs. The worst thing Cal can do with this team is is try to pigeonhole two bigs with this team. It'd be a disaster. Yeah, keep keep the flow running, and you know I can overlook some poor defense as long as you're scoring some points, and it's fun to watch. And at the end of the day, Kentucky picks up another one. Have a much tougher test against North Carolina coming up. One last big note over the weekend. How about uh, your boy Sheho Otani? Uh, 10 years, 700 million, Vic. I mean, uh, does, he, does he live up to the contract? Listen, a couple things here. Uh, just, just let, let me start with this thing. Whether you're a high school coach or you're a college coach or you're a you know professional minor league coach, everybody just became a two-way guy. Yeah, right. I can say that right now. Like these college coaches, when you show up, or or like travel ball coaches, and you show up and you're like, hey, you're going to be a PO. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not going to be a PO. So everybody just became a two way uh, a two way guy. Um, here's the thing, and I know a couple things. One, I'm glad the Yankees didn't pay that. But here's the thing: I was all this. No, nobody's worth this. Nobody's worth that. How do you pay that? First of all, you're worth whatever somebody will pay you. All right. And these baseball teams and these owners aren't losing money. Like, when's the last time you saw a baseball team like shut down? I don't, dis- were- I don't disagree with what you're saying, but I would circle back and say your return on investment will never get you the $700 million in return. The, well, return, on, all- the return on Shohei Atani, the investment, the return on that is not going to net what they're paying him. See, I, 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 I mean, unless, the unless they roll off like three straight World Series, well, no, he's the MVP. Just, but no, I'm not going to talk about that, but with, with the way he is, I mean, you got to think about when you're the Dodgers out there and what you can sell merchandise-wise in Japan and all that, I think he could get close to that because he's a worldwide name with the biggest markets over around Japan and China that are becoming bigger and bigger in baseball. That will be huge. We'll see. Now, if I'm the Dodgers, what I'm worried about is, you know, even like the Dodgers, one thing they get even more than the Yankees is their TV money, their local TV money. But the problem with that was with all the cost cut, you know, with all the cord cutting going on, like even the Dodgers regional network had lost like, I want to say it was like 2 million viewers in the last year and a half where people cut the cord. So they may lose money there. No, I think overall, now you also got to remember now, a lot of this has been deferred. Well, that's what Which R- is Riley just get. sent me a message on the on the text line. It just came through Jeff uh, Passon. 
uh, $700 million contract only calls for him to be paid $2 million a year over the next 10 seasons. $680 million has been deferred until the end of the contract. Yeah, well, one thing on Tommy Ward. So they're just going to pay him a check at $680 million No, they'll he, pay him he, over years. Like, listen, what this does do is it lets the Mets off. This one lets the Mets off because there is no longer Bobby Bonilla Day. Right. There's now, now Shohei Otani Day. Yeah. So, yeah, they deferred. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. The, the, he may be right. I haven't seen those as of the other day, but I, the people were reporting. This just came through, like literally People were reporting up to like three quarters of that contract had been deferred until the end of the contract. So, like. You know, sixty-eight-year-old Shea Otani is going to be making twenty, you know, forty million dollars. Man, I mean, that, that's just strange, though, to to defer six hundred and that's a lot of money, six hundred eighty million dollars. Well, I told you the other day, like I don't care about the twenty twenty-five Yankees or the twenty twenty-six Yankees. Go win now. I really don't care about the the twenty forty-two Dodgers, and I'm sure right. Dodger fans don't either. Well, I mean, I don't know. That's that's crazy, and and now they're saying that they're the number one landing spot for Yamamoto because that that money they can they can it's only two million dollars right yeah. 700 million dollar deal but you're only paying him two million up front so you can well afford- that's just what he's getting salary one thing you got to remember otani with his what his endorsement deals and stuff like right. that he's pushing close to a billion dollars absolutely so it ain't like otani's hurting for money i'll Here's be interested really to crazy. see how the health of otani holds up i've said all along make him a closer i don't think you make him a starting pitcher but what, i mean listen the biggest winner of this was the state of california because I saw where out of his seventy million a year, like let's say he was going to make seventy million in a year, he was only getting thirty two of that. The rest of it was being paid in taxes. Yeah, think about to- that. Over fifty five percent goes to the state. <laughs> Welcome to California. The, yeah, there you go. The third world country. Yeah. That whole state, at least the southern <laughs> part of it, is. I've I've seen it with my own eyes. I tell you, before I get the break, my heater went out yesterday, Vic. Okay, I mean, and uh, I know the folks here at Sumner and Sons has done a lot of advertising with us. I used to actually ghost hunt with Eric, but to, to, so I called him up for some help. They came out and fixed my system. Uh, I would recommend them at all costs. And, and then I tell you one thing I learned when, when I'm dealing with them is they gave an entire unit to a family in need. That's they went awesome. out to service a unit. It was not functioning. The, the family just was not financially equipped to replace the unit. And, uh, and they don't want any credit for it, but I'm going to give them credit for it because I think it stands out. Uh, for the service there at Sumner and Sons. So I would definitely, definitely want to name drop that today. I know they're partners with us here at Cromwell, so it's always nice to have the partners out there helping out this time of year. I know Shelter Santa is going pretty good. We're down to 10. Down to 10, down from to 17 to 10. Yeah, we, we got, we uh, there was 90 kids uh, in the shelters, homeless shelters, and, uh, you know, and, and uh, we're down to 10 right now that are looking to be adopted. You got to talk about our great partners in that, Jerry Ray Davis, uh, Regal Motorsports, um, Commonwealth Ag, and uh, I'm trying to think of the last one. I'll, uh, my head. So I'll, get, I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get it. Uh, four concepts. That's it. Yes, it's like the so, studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So put you under the gun there. Yeah, you know. So, but yeah. So we're down to ten. So if you're looking, you know, I'll give you a read off a couple here that have have their um, that we're looking to get adopted out. You got a 13 year old female, size small, women's and clothing, size nine in shoes. Uh, would love a gift card to Ultra, Ulta, Ulta Beauty, yeah, yeah Ulta or uh, Amazon. Uh, so there's one there. Uh, you got a 15 year old female, extra large in clothes, size eight shoes, like makeups, purses, anything girly. There you go. Um, you've got uh, let me see here, 
A lot uh, of them been taken. Yeah, we do. You got a 13-year-old boy here. You got the jogger size men's small, shoe size 5-6, shirt size men's medium, black or white high top shoes, hoodies, plain t-shirts. He's a big Nerf gun guy. I tell you what. Hmm. Sounds kind of like I me. May, I may have to take this one because, <laughs> like, you know, my son grew up and loves Nerf guns. And my wife was asking about that. She's like, do you think uh, someone, like, we could buy some Nerf guns? I was like, I don't know if they would like, but you got somebody like Nerf guns. There you go. There you, you go. nail it right there. That, that one's probably going to be taken by me. There you go. Because we've been kind of waiting to see who was not adopted out to take one towards the end. Uh, then you got a 12-year-old girl, uh, pants size 12, 14, shoe, uh, shirt size women small, shoe size seven and a half. Flare jeans, light colored skinny jeans, high tops, joggers, black or gray hoodies, stuffed monkeys, oh. uh, sketchbook, mechanical pencils, uh, big eraser and colorful pens fan, uh, poppet keychains, hair braids, hair piece bracelets. Well, that's so, easy. Yeah, I mean, that's an easy. That's an easy day of shopping right there. there. You go. And if you don't want to do the shopping, we'll do it for you. Kristen, Kristen will do I say it right we'll. here for Kristen you. Kristen will do it for you. Come by or, or call us. We can certainly get you set up. Only ten kids left, and uh, yeah, I've got to knock out thing. these last ten of the ninety that we have, and and uh, you know you have to get the gifts here at Cromwell Media by December twentieth, and then we're going to deliver them to the shelters uh, on the twenty third. It'll be an awesome time there for sure, and uh, that's our shelter, Santa. When we come back, we'll do a little Owensboro Health Top Ten Player of the Week's live at five one zero two seven. The game. Searching for an experienced primary care physician in Owensboro? At Vineyard Primary Care, you can pick the practitioner that is right for you and will help you meet your health care needs. We have two new providers, Kelsey Pedley and Sylvia Sweat. Come see us at our new location, 3805 Fairview Drive, Owensboro, for all your primary care needs. Or visit vineyardprimarycare.com to learn more and schedule your appointment. Vineyard Primary Care, friendly, knowledgeable physicians that provide personalized care. Get a blast from the past at Lizzie's Diner. Our lunch specials have the flavors that top, just like your favorite 80s mixtape. Remember, this isn't just a meal, it's a totally tubular experience. Start your day on a high note with our breakfast that rocks like a power ballad. Find us at Owensboro's Heart, nestled on 1420 Breckenridge Street. Lizzie's, your neon oasis, where dining transcends into dancing in a rad mashup. Moonwalk in. Slide into our groove. It's not just eating, it's dining to the beat. Something doesn't sound right. How do you know? My daddy always said you know a bad sound when you hear it. That makes sense. <gasps> yep, that sounds bad. No, not that. Hey, your car sounds funny. <laughs> My hero. Stop in Mattingly's Automotive Shop. Let the technicians help diagnose the sounds coming from your vehicle with tune-ups, tire repair, and more. Mattingly's Automotive is here to help. Give them a call at 683-4251 or stop in 2405 Beach Road. Are you looking for a new job opportunity? Superior Ag is seeking hardworking and motivated individuals to join our team. We offer competitive starting pay, on-the-job training, and benefits packages, including 401k, medical, vision, and dental insurance. For more information, please contact your local Superior Ag location or visit superiorag.com slash careers to apply. Superior Ag, grow with us. Local sports at its finest, live at five with Stephen A. Turner and Vic Evans on 102.7 The Game. Live at 5, brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtry, FWHlegal.com. Before we jump into this Owensboro Health Top 10, there's some teams outside the Top 10 with Player of the Weeks. And start with Perry Central. Their coverage all season long will be brought to you by the Detail Shop. Still working on 
our Perry, our first Commodore of the week, and we'll sh- should have that for you uh, sometime through the week, whether it be on the boys or the girls' side. Uh, but getting votes in our player of the week, Vic, I just have to rank them number 11. They were the only team that was left outside that received votes was Breckenridge County. So they'd be our number 11 team this week, three and two on the season and got wins over Whitesville Trinity and a big district win over Meade. So uh, Breckenridge County, one and oh, or two and oh, I think there after the win over Cloverport in, in district. So off to a good start there in the 11th are the fighting Tigers or St. Camilla's urgent care fighting tiger of the week will be Chase Hardesty with 13 points in the big district win over Meade. But that was one I didn't see coming. I th- I would have thought Meade was uh, favored in that game, Vic. Yeah, I did too. And uh, But it was a, a nice win. Road win. Yeah, so there very you go. nice win. Go in there and get the win uh, for Breckenridge County. Let's go into the Owensboro Health Top 10 right now and kick it off with the Owensboro Catholic Aces. 0-1 on the season. Down five spots. You're talking about a team that had about three practices uh, you know, I don't want to make excuses for them, but they're down Sully and only had a few practices under their belt when they rolled into Apollo on Friday night. Uh, Bikeman led the way in the loss of uh, 14 uh, to lead all scorers for, for Owensboro Catholic. I thought Warren Ebelhair in the second half was really, really good for the Aces as well. Tuck Carrico couldn't hit anything. I mean, he was he's still in football mode and he was missing layups. I mean, just those are lit on the basket for Tut. And then late, he buries those back-to-back threes and almost – uh, pulled out the victory for Catholic, but you can tell this is a team that's still getting, you know, getting their chops under them a little bit. And this will be a different looking team when Sully comes back. And from what I hear, he will be available when the Aces travel to Davis County on Friday night. Yeah, that's the only game this week too. So you're going to have your first two games of the year. A week apart will be two district games. That's two a tough way games. to start, but they need to get back into basketball shape and get some practices in too. So I think that's more important right now for them is just to practice together for a couple of weeks. You know, when you only have I think three coming into the Apollo game, and, and then uh, you know you get to practice all week now and get ready for Davis County. That'll be a tall task. They also host Meade County on Saturday, so they'll be off and rolling after Friday, but it'll be, it's a tough week for Owensboro Catholic. Be interested to see if they can hang in. Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. At the nine spot, the Owensboro Red Devils, uh, one and two on the year. Uh, got a win, 64-50 over Warren Central, but dropped the game on Friday, 73-60 to against uh, Davis County. They traveled to Muhlenberg on Tuesday before uh, hosting, that'll be our WVJS game, as they host Apollo in district action on Friday. Our Roads and Roads Red Devil of the Week will be Deshaun Sanders. An easy one here, 22 points per game through the early part of the season, Vic. But take us back to Friday night, you know, that, that uh, game against Davis County, highly contested. The Panthers haven't beat Owensboro in quite some time. And uh, what did you see out there from the Devils? Well, one, I think foul trouble got him a little. You know, Sanders missed uh, pretty much the majority of the second quarter. Him and Acton both picking up two fouls, so they had to set out. And then... You know, the Devils made a run to start the third quarter. Sanders, I think, only had four points in the in the first half because of foul trouble. Comes out and gets on a run of about six straight. Gets it back down to, I think, six points. And then literally picks up two fouls on back-to-back plays to pick mm. up four. And the last one was just kind of a reach. It wasn't a smart play. And when you're the guy who, you know, you're looking at the Owensboro Health uh, stat leaders come out Wednesday. We'll be posting that, but we've already set it up. When you're the third leading scorer in the region at 22 points a game, you, there are certain plays you got to let go because you got three fouls. Right, and uh, learning learning that role yes. maybe is something that'll that'll take a little bit of time. And, and I also thought Keaton Hughes played really well. I mean, you're talking about a guy who's you know sitting at the number seven spot and scoring at 16.7 a game. I thought he played really well. He got all it was really started in the second in the second quarter 
when Sanders went out, he picked up like 10 points or 12 points there in the second quarter. I think you're going to see. This will be a team, I think as the season goes on, it's going to be better than what a lot of people thought. But they still got some gelling to do. They still, it's just going to take time. Well, you got to find more people that can score the ball consistently yes. than just when, Sanders when, and Hughes. Yeah, and Acton can too. Now, you know, he struggled. I thought he, as a He's young a freshman. freshman in his first big district game, I thought he forced some stuff here and there. But that kid's going to be a big time scorer too. There's no doubt about it. But it's when Sanders or Hughes or Acton get in foul trouble. Where can they go to get more points? And they just, there's not a lot coming off the bench that gets you a lot of points. Yeah, it'd be interesting to watch them develop as the season rolls along. And at the number eight spot, I mean, it's been a long time, Vic, since you can say, you know, three weeks into the season, two weeks into the season, the Apollo Eagles are sitting at the number eight spot. Puts a little smile on my face, sitting at four and one. Uh, they got the big district win. Got the monkey off their back. I think a 22 game 22 straight night district losses. Yeah, got it off their back on Friday night, 55 49. And then they came back and got Marion County, 46 or 44 36 on Saturday. I was at both, you know, and, and Friday night, just take a second uh, to talk about that. I thought that was just incredible. They did it's just a great job. You know, I've talked about on the show here in years past. I didn't think. I thought it was getting kind of lost what Apollo basketball was. Well, if you if it had been lost, they found it on Friday because you had the who's who from nineteen seventy six all the way up to the twenty eighteen team, and you had representatives from every single team. Coaches were there. A lot of great players were there. They stayed around to watch the game, and I think that just really kind of carried over into the energy. I mean, Coach Tinsley was might as well have been a six man on the floor because he was coaching up and down the sidelines just a lot of energy and uh man a lot of superlatives I, I thought a move he made late to put tut in defensively and when they were down looked like the aces were going to pull it out tut comes up with the big steal gets the run out ties the basketball game i thought it was a tremendous adjustment uh from, from coach tinsley there late and then you know you're, you're fre- this team's made up of freshmen. I mean, yeah, and you sophomores. Know, and, and when Catholic, you know, they, they pressed them a lot through the game, and Apollo did such a great job passing the ball. They got a lot of high percentage looks out of that, which surprised me. I thought Catholic's press would give them more trouble. Now late in the game in the fourth quarter, you know how it is when, when the pressure tighter. amps up. Yeah, you get a little tighter. The freshmen stumbled a little bit here or there, but I have to say, man, like. When their backs were against the wall, they punched back, and they found a way to win the game. It's something they have not done over the past handful of years. I mean, I come away so impressed with guys like our Tyler Matthews Realty Eagle of the Week will be Tate Powers, 17 points. And uh, in that third quarter, when the, when the Aces tried to make a run, I mean, he scored like nine straight himself. And uh, dude's smooth as silk. I mean, he, he wears number five. His name is Powers. It's a legacy. Legacy behind that, and he wears it well. He's yeah. just a freshman, and he's going to be our uh, Eagle of the Week this week. And I well, thought Luke Jarbo has been really good, too. I mean, he leads the team about uh, 16 points per game. That's 15 and a half. He's yeah. sitting number 10 Pretty in good. the region. And and I thought the, the, the thing that you and, and I listened to when I got done with my game because of the, you know, your game with the stuff in between games got a little later start, so I was able to get mine uh, done with and listen to the end. And I thought something that you even said here – was important, and you talked about energy, and that's been missing at the Apollo games and sidelines for the last three or four years where you go and watch a game and you're like, 
we in church. There's no energy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and I think that's one thing that Coach Tinsley's bringing is, is a massive amount of energy, and, and, and that's good to see. Yeah, I mean, the whole bench. I mean, whether it's Tyler Brown or Michael James or Coach Johnson, I mean, they all bring, uh, you know, a lot to the table. That coaching staff is legit. I mean, I, that's why I had them all in here to begin with because I was excited to see the job they would do. Now, I thought it would be a, a you know, and it is going to be. To be clear, they're four and one. Let's not get crazy. You're, you're still talking about – 13-year-old kids going against, you know, some fifth-year seniors. You're not predicting a regional championship this year, Steve? No, I mean, but it, but, what, but what you're seeing is, though, is glimmers of hope. Yes. Right? Building blocks for the future. Well, you know, when you talk about, in the world, I think I said something was like, what, 26 and 128 or something the last five yeah. years, there was no hope, and now you're seeing that hope. Yeah, and I mean, you know, everybody says, you know, it's a bad loss to Dawson Springs on Tuesday. Dawson Springs is not – the Dawson Springs you've known either. You know, it's a team that went up and beat Hopkins Central, which mm-hmm. beat Muhlenberg earlier in the year. So this is a very good Dawson Springs team. And there's going to be some games, I think, where this team loses a you're game. Maybe freshman, they you're, yeah, there's going to be some games where you it see is. it and you're like, what in the world? They're freshmen. They're going to have games where they just make mistakes and they're not ready to play. The Henning kid, big. He closed the boards down in the first half, and I thought he was tremendous against Catholic. I thought he was a defensive stopper against Marion as well. Eli Williams, just a freshman. He's a tremendous uh, up-and-coming player as well. You got Max Johnson. I mean, the, the, a lot of freshmen. I mean, and, and I thought Bratcher, you know, is a great addition with Jarbo. So, at the end of the day, man, they got some dudes. And they'll, they'll have a tough week. They'll be tested. They got McLean tomorrow on 97X and Owensboro on Friday, Allen County on Saturday. So, we'll see how they – Yeah, you the come Eagles out this week, this week at 7-1, and one, then you kind of really oh, shoot up the well, polls, now, now if, they go, if they come out this week 7-1, and one, <laughs> I might be buying more stock than just, oh, it's off to a good start. But it's fun. They're a fun team to watch, and that's that's refreshing. We'll move it to the seventh spot, and that's where Grayson County sitting 3-2, three and two, up three spots uh, this week. And it start, all starts with a big win, 72-57 over Ohio County. And they follow that up – with a district win over Edmondson, who've been playing pretty well too. They did drop a game to a very good Adair County on Saturday, but at the end of the day, man, this team, Spencer Langdon, led the way in the big win over Ohio County. Brody Armstrong and Jack Logston, Caden Hanshaw, all in double figures in that one. And so, you know, they're getting production, and they'll still get the the, the other the other Logston, I think, coming back around January. So just another piece they'll be able to add and by that time this team should be flowing pretty well i think yeah they're the only team with two top 10 scores in the region right now and they're in the Owensboro health uh, scoring leaders is uh you know sitting there at number four is jack logston with 21.2 points per game and then spencer langdon averaging 16 six a game so when you can get those two going like that with Hanshaw and you get the other logston back this could be a team that's gonna be really dangerous Come tournament time. Oh yeah, no, I, I'm buying. I'm buying into Grayson County. They got uh, Bethlehem and Thomas Nelson uh, coming up this week for the Cougars. At the sixth spot will be the other Cougars, the McLean County kind, four and one. They got a win over Evansville Day on Saturday, but did drop the BF Evans Ford the game of the week and a good one in a district game, uh, 61-54 against Muhlenberg County on the road. So. You know, you go on the road in the 10th district, it's tough. I know Muhlenberg's kind of been the kryptonite for Coach Lynham over the past handful of years. Uh, but, uh, you know, this is a team I think that's going to be tough and get to see them again tomorrow against Apollo in a, in a big early third region matchup. Yeah, and, and uh, but I like this McLean team a lot. I think, you know, I, I think uh, Revelit's been the one. It's kind of been uh, – the, the maybe the surprise for a lot of people in the region, you know, that you know when you're out there scoring twenty two point seven points per game, 
and you're the second leading score behind Ty Price. Not that I didn't think he would make a jump, but I didn't know he was going to be that type of score. Yeah, he is our BF Evans Ford Cougar of the week. No surprise there. He's maybe the guy that's taken, at least early on, that I see is taking the biggest step forward from last year to this year. I mean, he is he's burst onto the scene and looking like a first-team all-region type of player. And we'll see if he can continue. They got Apollo tomorrow, Franklin Classical out of Tennessee on Friday night for the McLean County Cougars. When we come back, we'll do the top five. Owens Royal Health top ten, live at five, one oh two seven the game. Green River Area Federal Credit Union has been serving the Owensboro community since 1959. With that comes being a proud supporter of not only area high school athletics, but also partnering with Live at Five, the number one sports show in western Kentucky. With a wide array of products to meet your financial needs, come see what a difference it makes when you partner with a local community credit union. Visit our new website, GreenRiverAFCU.com, or stop by and see us today. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. It's a district showdown in this week's Ride Implement Basketball Game of the Week as DCHS hosts Catholic Friday night, 7 p.m. here on 1027 The Game. Both teams are in the top of the third region early rankings. It's the Panthers versus the Aces in the Ride Implement Game of the Week Friday night, 7 p.m. on your home for high school sports, 1027 The Game. Courtesy of Mattingly Automotive, German American Bank, and Owensboro Health. This is Coach Evans with Live at Five. And when life happens and you have roof or siding damage, give our friends a call at Above All Roofing and let Chris Estes get your problem solved. They also do windows and seamless gutters. Mention you heard it on Live at Five and get $1,000 off roof replacements. Community Calendar on 1027 The Game is brought to you by Robert Edge with Kentucky Farm Bureau Insurance. Call 270-683-1715. Mark your calendar for Saturday, December 16th for the Owensboro Lions Club Annual Breakfast with Santa. The popular event will be held from 8 to 11 a.m. in the Renewal Outreach Center, or ROC, at Santa Memorial United Methodist Church. 201 East 4th Street in Owensboro. Bring your family to have a delicious pancake breakfast and to meet and take a photo with Santa. This event is free, but donations will be accepted. Again, it's put on by the Owensboro Lions Club, Saturday, December 16th. The annual Breakfast with Santa at the Renewal Outreach Center at Santa Memorial United Methodist Church. Again, there's no cost, but donations will be accepted. Find the 1027 The Game community calendar on OwensboroRadio.com or on the Owensboro Radio app. We are Kentuckiana Sports Leader, 1027 The Game. Local sports at its finest, live at 5 with Stephen A. Turner and Vic Evans on 102.7 The Game. Live at 5, brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtry, FWHlegal.com. Let's jump back into this Owensboro Health top 10 right now. And at the 5 spot, up big time this week, Vic, up three spots, 3-1, three and one, the Muhlenberg County Mustangs. Got that win on Friday over McLean County, 61-54. And Maddox Jernigan led the way with 18. Maddox Brandon with 16. Jay Summers also in double figures with 10. So you get more of a, a, a group effort uh, there as, as a whole, as a team. And Muhlenberg County, early season, starting to turn some heads a little bit. Yeah, I, I like this team a lot. You know, Jernigan sitting there at number five in scoring, 19 and a half a game. I could see that being somewhere around 18 to 21 a game for the rest of the year. I mean, kick and really play. But I also think what they're getting from other guys you're talking about, this is a team that people better, that maybe, maybe the most underrated team coming in this year in the region yeah we, we just didn't know about the the role players and how they would how they would uh, you know surround maddox jernigan 
and uh, so far it, it, it's, it's been so good and uh, our fwh legal mustang of the week will be maddox jernigan uh, right there around 20 points per game as you mentioned and he's in the stat leaders and He's a big-time player, and he'll give Muhlenberg a chance every time out. And There's the, no doubt. That 10th district is going to be highly contested, especially that regular season champ means so much in the 10th. And uh, we're going to get the big another big district game. They'll host Owensboro first tomorrow night, mm-hmm. and then they got Ohio County on Friday. So, you know, you're in the top five now. Let's see if they Think can about uh, maintain. This, so, I mean, you can go out there, and if Muhlenberg can go beat Ohio County, I mean, you're in the catbird seat with, yeah. uh, you know, win against each of them. I mean, look out. That'd be, that would be a great start. And uh, to do it, they'll have to beat the number four team, and that's the Ohio County Eagles, two and two. They drop a spot uh, this week. Uh, tough loss to Grayson County to start the week. Had me a little concerned uh, at the way they were defeated. But they bounced back with a nice 57-34 win over Franklin Simpson. And they've just been battling nagging injuries out of the gate, you know, it's, whether it's been Elijah Decker or Carson Kennedy. They haven't really been uh, had a full hand to deal with early in the season. My concern level is not anywhere near high for the this team going forward. It's early December. But but I would be lying if I said I didn't expect a little more. Yeah, I tell you what, I know they've been I know there's been like a lot of nagging injuries, but Coach Decker's computer hand can't be in, injured. Get some stats in there so I can get oh, your I kids know. in the scoring and in, in, in our stat leaders. <laughs> I mean, Coach, I know people are hurt, but I guarantee you I your finger is not hurt. Put some stats in, I Coach know, Decker. I noticed it today. Yeah, we need them. We need the stats for sure. I didn't even get to talk about uh, points per game for these guys. But uh, they host Greenwood before opening that big district game on Friday. That's one we'll be talking about all week. As they host uh, Muhlenberg on Friday, should be a should be a tremendous. Be, and game. I think that's a game they need to win. Yeah, no, you, you know, because you win all your district games. Right, in I know, 10. but I, but I think with the way they struggled and you got the way Muhlenberg's playing, if you want to if you want to set your sights as being the the favorite in the tenth district, you need you need to win that one. If you want to make sure you get to the sports center. You need to win your regular season games. Yeah, that first after, round game, will especially be, after Muhlenberg upset them last year in the district, and you know they're, 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 there's no love lost between those two teams. So. No, and, and Muhlenberg or McLean upset them in the first round two years ago. Yeah. if you remember that. So, you know it's going to be uh, it's going to be always tightly contested inside a very good tenth district. As we'll move it to the three spot, it's the Davis County Panthers three and three on the season. They drop a spot this week. Now, they did get uh, started the season a little mixed bag, right? A loss to Evansville Central to open the week. Then they bounce back and get the Owensboro monkey off their back. It's been a long time since they beat Owensboro, and they get a 73-60 win there. And then uh, my Saturday went haywire, but at least we got to see them play Caverna. Me and Amber went down and saw them play uh, Caverna on Saturday. 79-72 loss in overtime, but it was a great ball game. I mean fast pace i mean it was high level basketball at the sports center and it's a shame there was only like 100 people in the building to see it but it was a very good basketball game and even in defeat you know coming off the emotional high of a a big win over owensboro on saturday and you're playing that up up tempo fast caverna team i don't really even hold it against them i thought i thought davis county played excellent i tell you the kid i I mentioned him in the offseason and I'm seeing getting eyes on him now is Jackson Brown. I mean, he had 33 points Saturday night. Yeah, he had he's 10, a dude. He had 10 or 12 against Oresboro. Very athletic. Double figures, I know yeah. he can shoot the rock, too. And that's a guy that, you know, if he can step up. And, and when you think about it, you know, he's like your fourth option on that team. You know, behind Phelps and Moss and Watkins. And maybe he needs to be up a little higher on the option list. Well, I mean, if he stays at four, I'll tell you this. I mean, if he stays at the fourth option 
to teams that play Davis County, he's going to score 33 points. Yeah. Because if you don't give him the attention that you're giving Gage Phelps or you're giving Moss, then he's going to he's going to go off because I mean he is explosive to the basket and he can if if you come out and try to get a hand in his face around the perimeter he's he going to take it to blow the by right. you. Yeah, he can take he, it to the right. Very impressed with him and at, across the board. I mean, this team is is loaded. I mean, Gage Phelps had twenty against Owensboro. On well, yeah, Friday we were on night. the radio. I mean, that's just a given. Prime time, right? That's a given. Twenty points for Big Gage every Gage. time. That's right. And then what I saw out of Watkins, you know, he's still settling in. And I thought Moss, he's just growing up. You know, I've seen him since playing high school ball since he was eighth grader, right? Mm-hmm. But now he's he's growing up a little bit, just a sophomore still. But you can tell he's starting to become more physical. And that matchup with him and Crane for uh, Caverna. Crane's getting recruited by everybody. Uh, Ray Harper's after him and uh, tremendous talent. He had 30 himself for Coach Barker's group. But, man, that was a popcorn type of matchup back and forth. And, uh, you know, wet my whistle a little bit for, for high school basketball. Saturday, I was at Eagle Arena in the afternoon, the sports center in the evening, and uh, got to catch up with Coach Barker. And uh, even he was very complimentary of how Davis County played, and he thought they would be a, a tall task for anybody inside the third region. Yeah, I think they're going to be right there when it comes down to, you know, as long as Coach Payne doesn't screw it up, you know, and get in the way, <laughs> they're going to be right there at the final of the hunt. Don't see that happening. He got them straightened out. You know, they started <laughs> – they they were down twenty three to ten, I think, after the first quarter, and uh, it was you know like I said, there's only about a hundred people in the sports center, so you could hear a pin drop in there. I think Coach Payne got them together a little bit in the timeout, and they went on a huge run. So whatever he said, it, it sparked them, and it was a great game from then on out. They'll have games against Hancock County, and then Owensboro Catholic. Uh, we'll have it right here on one hundred two seven. The game on Friday night is our right implement game of the week as we'll move it now to the two spot, and that's where Henderson County is sitting by way of not playing any games yeah, this week. Yeah, they didn't <laughs> play any. So you get bumped up because you didn't lose. They didn't right? lose. They didn't yeah. win, but they didn't lose. Well, they do have a nice win against Davis County. I know it was about Watkins, but they have a nice win against right. Davis County too. And they're, they're back in action against University Heights tomorrow. They got Dawson Springs on Friday and our early season and kicking it Colonel of the week will be Cooper Davenport, 13 points per game to start the season there for the Henderson County Colonels sitting there up, up a couple spots this week as we'll move it to number one. And there's really no doubt there, another team that didn't play any games this week, the Butler County Bears, and they have both their games canceled. Mm-hmm. Uh, Catholic uh, had to pull out of the game on Tuesday weather due to on, weather on Saturday. Yeah, they, wanted to try, so. yeah they, they were supposed to play Trinity in a, in a boys-girl doubleheader, but you know, and you got the tornadoes that were in the area around Bowling Green. You weren't quite sure what was going to happen in this area. You, you had to better safe than sorry. Yeah, and who's your uh, third region stat leader for scoring? In Almost the, top prize, oh. averaging 26.3 points per game. Not too bad. Well, how's Lawson Rice check in there anyway? No, he's not in the top 10. He's really? at 14. Well, they're uh, spreading the love around They are. Year, they got all five more. starters are in double figures. Well, that's, that's a good stat. So, uh, But no, like uh, 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 10th place was Luke Jarbo at Apollo at 15.5. Now, you had to play at least two games oh yeah it's still early and yeah. you had you know like i said some teams not now some teams didn't you know and if you got stats in at least two up to two games we took for what you had because i wait till two o'clock on monday to do this because you got all weekend and monday morning to get the stats in from friday saturday and sunday if you had to yeah. play a sunday game that's on your coach no i agree so when you want to send those messages when the graphic goes out uh, the messages will come i understand <laughs> says on there Stats as of 12-3, 
and your coach has to get them in by like two o'clock because that's the last time I go back and check them and try to update them. There you go. So that puts the pressure on everybody in the region, in the area, to get their stats in, and rightfully so. But uh, all we're trying to do is highlight you having good years. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Weekly. That, yeah. That's going to be the that's going to be the key moving forward. But uh, they'll host B- B- Breckenridge County on. Uh, let's see. Before traveling to Russellville, they, they take on the Evansville North. At that'd Boston be a good one too. yeah that'd so be a good be, one i can't read my own uh writing i was trying to see what day they played breck i'm assuming it's tomorrow russellville friday and evansville north on saturday yep. if i had to guess uh i didn't write down the dates of the games but butler county's your number one team i don't see that changing uh, anytime soon i think they've, they've kind of established the early season that they belong there at the top yeah i think right now it's early you know what we talked about it's early it's early uh but this is a team that I think come tournament time is going to be your favorite for the third region. Now, whether or not they can get that monkey off their back and get their first third region title Long ever, way to go before that. Long way to go. That's right. That's right. Then we'll move it now to the Daniels NFL wraparound after the break. Live at 5, 1027 the game. Jordans, Nikes, Yeezys, and more. If you're a shoe enthusiast, you know these shoes are hard to come by. Well, not anymore. Now open in Owensboro, Kicking It is bringing you all these name brands and more. Open Tuesday through Sunday. Kicking It not only sells shoes, but as enthusiasts, they buy and trade as well. Be sure to check out their collection of vintage, single stitch, and designer clothing. Kicking It is located at 201 Salem Drive. Be sure to check them out on Facebook and Instagram at Kicking It 270. St. Camilla's Urgent Care and Family Practice is here for all your primary and urgent care needs. Visit stcamillasurgentcare.com to view our list of services including complete primary care needs, COVID screenings, minor surgeries, minor illness treatments, sports and school physicals, routine screenings, flu shots, and more. With locations in Owensboro, Lewisport, Hardingsburg, and Litchfield, St. Camillus is your hometown provider for all your primary and urgent care and family needs. Visit stcamillasurgentcare.com. Tis the season for gift giving. Let Dana's Cigar Lounge make it easy for you. With the largest walk-in humidor in the area, we have the cigar for the aficionado in your life. We also carry cutters, humidors, and Dana's Cigar Lounge apparel that will make the perfect gift for someone in your life. Looking for a gift card? We have that too. Dana's Cigar Lounge right off Highway 54 in Owensboro, Kentucky. Smoke, sip, socialize. And now, Western Kentucky weather on 1027 The Game. Tonight, clear, a low 30. Sunny on Tuesday, a high 53. Increasing clouds on Tuesday night, low 30. Partly sunny on Wednesday, high 47. Wednesday night, partly cloudy, a low 29. Sunny on Thursday, a high 50. Thursday night, mostly clear, low 29. Partly sunny on Friday, a high 52. Mostly cloudy Friday night, low 32. Partly sunny on Saturday, a high 54. And now, more Live at 5 with Stephen A. Turner and Vic Evans on 102.7 The Game. Live at 5 brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtry, FWHlegal.com. Stephen A. Turner, Vic Evans here in the floor concept studios getting set for Dano's NFL wraparound. Perfect place uh, for some Father's Day or for some Christmas gifts for fathers, I think. Yes, say. yes, perfect place. Second time there. I've done that. Yeah, second, I'll get out there on Highway 54, go see them out there. Steve and Stevie, they'll take care of you, whether it's in the humidor there or whether it's. You know, whatever you need, they have out there, even up to gift cards. I think it's because I'm already ready for June. It's Father's Day. I'm like, I'm always got the summer mindset. I'm ready to get through the winter because it's the doldrums. But uh, in the meantime, hey, your Cowboys, I told you. They ate. I said I wanted to see it. They look like the best team in football. Now, the problem is 
if you look at the schedule, I still think it's going to be hard for them to win that division because they still got the Bills, the Dolphins, uh, the Commanders. Who, you know, but but the but Philadelphia still schedule division game. Yeah, Philadelphia schedule the rest of the ways cake. Yeah, they, they, they should win out. And to be honest with you, they have the easiest path. If they win out, they will be the yeah, regardless get the because of the conference. Regardless. Yes, and the Forty ers are also sitting there at ten and three after a win over Seattle. I think the Forty ers and the Cowboys are all alone at the top of the league right now as far as the best teams. Yes. So I mean, what I'm seeing out of Dak is what makes me think that the Cowboys have started to turn the corner because he's playing really well. His the legs. That's what's come back. Mm-hmm. You know, Collinsworth commented on it right after I said it to Amber last night. I said you can just see the confidence in, in Dak's feet. The fact that he's moving the pocket around, he's extending plays, guys are breaking open. That's such an underrated quality in the NFL. When you can do that and throw it accurately on the run, like he has been doing lately, not throwing the interceptions on the run, I think it makes this team very dangerous. Two things, and I think you're right about that, but I'm going to name two guys who I think make have taken this team to another level, especially offensively. One, Jake Ferguson at the tight end spot gives him the guy down the scene. Riley he, nailed that one. He's in the become offseason. an absolute weapon uh, to go along with CD Lamb, and then you got some other receivers there, but Ferguson. But the most important guy that's completely changed this thing, and it's only thing that scares me about this, because it's been a long time since he stayed healthy, and that's Tyrone Smith at the left tackle. No, there's no doubt. Because he is he's absolutely when he is healthy, he is the best offensive lineman in the game. Period. Him to and go Trent along Williams. with Zach Martin. I think he's better than Trent Williams. I think he's more athletic than Trent Williams. But him staying healthy, you know, it's all what he's giving up only like six pressures all year yeah, long and no, no sack. That has absolutely changed because he's been a lot healthier than he has the last two years. If he can stay that way, this Cowboys team's got a shot. The problem is you're gonna have to go through both the 49ers and the Eagles because I don't see them unless the Eagles fall apart. And the 49ers fall apart. I don't see the Cowboys getting the one seed because they, you know, the Eagles right now hold that tiebreaker with them if they went out. And then, the, of course, they lost to the 49ers, so they would hold the tiebreaker. Right. That's the only problem I have is they'll have to you play have to go both. on the road probably too yes, in the and playoffs. play both of them. And that's and, that, and I think the speed of the Cowboys offense really came alive. And, uh, you know, when you get on the grass in Philly or the grass in, you know, San Fran's a little different track. Here you go. But nevertheless, <laughs> let's, let's move it on to the AFC side now. And the, uh, I'm going to send a, a box of Kleenexes to Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, man. The dude was offsides. I don't know what you Why want. Why are they crying? They get, they've gotten every call all season. Hold on. Didn't you win the Super Bowl last year on a call that everybody else said, hey, you can't call that in that position? Right. Come on, so, man. Come he was offsides. He was, he was lined up and in the neutral He didn't even zone. ask. I mean, listen, I can't help it that your wide receivers are god awful and can't line up right in the biggest situations, that's a you problem. Don't blame the officials. Well, they act like that they, the officials threw the flag after they knew that it was a touchdown. They threw the flag instantly. Immediately. Then the crazy play happens afterwards. It's not like they were like, oh, we gotta, we're going to call this neutral zone and call this long touchdown back. They didn't know that when they yeah. threw the flag. I mean, at the end of the day, it is what the it Chiefs is. The Chiefs have gotten every call for five years. Shut up. And, and right, <laughs> I agree with that. I mean, it's just... Mahomes acted like a, a, a baby, man. Like it's. I a didn't bad mind look. on the field in the heat of the moment, but when I you did. went, but when you went back in the locker room and you saw the replay and it shows that he's clearly offsides. Him and Reed both lost a little respect for me for what they did in the media thing. That was really. Well, you had to double down as, as, as ridiculous as they acted. No, on the what they should have come out and said, you know what? I was wrong. I was heat wrong. Of the moment. Tony, we can't get rid of this dude. We ought to cut him tomorrow. <laughs> right. Like I would have cut him. I would have cut him today. Yeah. I mean, he's cost you like three games. It's been it's been a, a brutal ride for the Chiefs 
wide receiver core. And now with the Bills' victory, I mean, there's like six teams in the AFC sitting at seven and six. The Steelers, the Colts, the Texans, the Broncos, the Bills, and the Bengals. Yeah, yeah, Jake Browning and uh, I guess Jake Browning and the Bron- Broncos, because we've been wrong. You know, I threw out the the, the Bengals whenever, you know, we all threw them out. We uh, also J- threw Josh out the Dobbs Broncos wanted, beforehand. He won a couple games, too, before it kind of came crashing down. Well, hold on now. He hasn't just won games. He's been absolutely dominant. He has done well, things Josh that, Dobbs single-handedly won his games by he himself. He has done put up numbers that no quarterback's ever put up in his first two starts in the history of the NFL, Steve. Well, I, I can't say that I'm buying Jake Browning yet. I'm I, buying. I'm waiting for the floor to drop he's out. He's Wally Pippen him. But, man, he certainly – I'll tell you what he's doing. If your team out there needs a quarterback, do you have to look – if he keeps playing this way, do you have to look out there and go out with maybe a trade at maybe. the end of the year? Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean – He's going to be like the guy that played for the Green Bay that yeah. went to Seattle that was it, it, terrible. No, no, but yeah. Flynn. But, but, it, Flynn, but he but, got paid. He got paid like not yeah. once, not twice, like three times. Off of off of like three good games. Yes. Because there's no good quarterbacks in the NFL. But speaking of no good quarterbacks. He made more money than Otani's going to make the next 10 years. Joe Flacco comes out of retirement and leads the, the Browns past the Jags. Can you understand? I don't understand Browns fans on here saying they need to fire Stefanski. You've you've won with four different quarterbacks. You lost your the maybe the you know one of the top two or three running backs in the year. Stefanski's done a, a tremendous job, and now Flacco's the guy for the rest of the year trying to win his second Super Bowl. Why do they keep putting him on the practice squad though? Just leave him on the roster. I mean, the Vikings could go sign Joe Flacco today. Well, they're, their, they're not going to put him on the practice squad now. I think they did that. They already right. have. Oh, they, they put didn't. him back on it today. Well, he knows he's going to be. That's why Vikings fans are shopping at the bit to go get Joe Flacco. They ain't going to. No. At the moment somebody tries to sign him, they'll move him. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you just you put him out there, another team could swoop in. And if he if the grass is greener, which, I mean, I don't know that how it could be. Not with that defense behind you. are talking about that defense. Speaking of the – I mean, I know your team got a nice 33-13 to 13 win. But how about your team? A real man's win. Hey, what? 1960-style. Three to nothing, baby. Was Joe Cat playing quarterback? He was, man. The spirit of Joe Cat. There you go. Are you kidding me? Josh Dobbs made uh, – Oh, that, that's a shame for called Josh Dobbs, Joe Cap. We I got guess, the win though. Three, we're we're firmly in the playoffs. Is, Vic. is Jefferson out again? Well, he hurt his chest. We'll see if he goes Saturday. They play the Bengals. I'm out of time. We'll see you tomorrow live at five. You've been listening to Live at Five on 1027 The Game. Special thanks to Foreman Watson Haltree for sponsoring the preceding broadcast. FWHlegal.com. Tune in next time for Live at Five on 1027 The Game. Concepts, Jerry Ray Davis Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Regal Motorsports, and Commonwealth Ag Services present our ninth annual Shelter Santa. Adopt a Christmas wish list of a child who will be spending.